Hey everyone, welcome to Zeitgeist Sellets. I'm Forrest. I'm Mando. No, I'm Major. But Mando's really fucking good this week, so I kind of want to be Mando. What's up, guys? I'm Robbie. Yeah. But, uh, Today. Yeah. Coming yeah, back it's... with a strong episode two. Mandalorian, I was worried as hell. Oh, yeah. I was, I was a little, I was sweating bullets like I was wearing a full Mandalorian uh, Halloween costume uh, after watching the first episode. But episode two coming back strong. Yeah, I totally agree well, with you from another podcast where you were just talking about the pacing just felt a little fast at times. And yeah, awkward. Well, but that's what happens when you add, you know, when you have a Mandalorian season 2.5 in the middle of book, uh, at the end of the book of Boba Fett, which no one watched, right? So you get this note from you know, the executives and at uh, at the data analytics and Disney, and they're like, "Oh, hey guys, not enough people know, <laughs> not enough people watch like the, the Mandalorian episodes and the, the book of Boba Fett. You're gonna have to shoehorn what happened there." And more the probably episode. watched Mando and Boba Fett than they did Andor, because I think Andor's numbers are pretty low, despite which is a shame because yeah. Andor is fantastic. I actually, that's funny you mentioned that for us uh, to get my wife on board. My wife and I, we went back and we we. I rewatched. She watched it for the first time. The um, the prison uh, escape episode with Andy Serkis. Just some of, like the greatest acting uh, in an hour of television. And like she enjoyed the hell out of it. She didn't see any other episode. She had no idea what was going on. I gave her like the very basics. We watched the recap, right? Um, but really, we just like got to watch like Andy Serkis just be his best, and she really really enjoyed it. So like guys, if you haven't watched the indoor. I understand the fatigue. I'm feeling. It. I'm feeling Star Wars. I'm feeling <laughs> Marvel. But like, I saw. I saw that's an a good article that Disney that's is noticing that they're that they're probably going to calm down on some of the stuff that they've been putting. Yeah, out well, they have to. I mean, so like, I understand. So like, what in 2021 we had like seven hours of MCU content, right? Seven point whatever. In 2020 we had like six whatever, six point whatever hours, right? And then and last year in 2022 we had like 30 hours we had like 35 hours it like it was like 600 increase in like marvel content and it just sucked that all of it was just bad right if it was like 600 increase of good content like that even stuff to talk about every week but yeah it, yes it did it definitely fueled the uh the podcast and youtube community right so disney's keeping food on the table for all oh, of our well, favorite youtubers out well there. i think we're all getting those- like we're getting 89% less Marvel TV shows this year. I think we're just getting like Good. Secret Invasion and Loki. Good, we all need those, less. All those less React channels on, on YouTube. Yeah, so, but let's dive into like the Mandalorian, the first two episodes. Let's dive so in. Let's, let's go, let's talk about the first. Let's dive in like the waters under the planet of Mandalorian, they were called. It was like some... The Mines of Mandalore. Just, it's another BS quest that John Favreau pulled out of his ass. But I don't All know. Right. Yes. Is it? Yes, is, but no. Did it, did <laughs> it appear, I guess it appeared in Clone Wars, but as soon as you watch Clone Wars. Did you watch the second episode? You, you've seen your did, yeah. Mando, right? So the first episode, I was for sure in your camp force. I was like, fuck my life. This is going to be nine gosh damn episodes of fetch quest right when he was like when they they had when they dedicated way too much time to him trying to like resurrect ig 77 or ig 70 whatever oh yeah um you know i was like yeah i was this is like three episodes i totally thought 
like it was gonna be bit like bad batch just yeah dude i thought bad dude bad i thought this shit was gonna drag out like fingernails on the chalkboard i was so pessimistic and they then dove right into two, it in episode two bam episode two they're the minds of mandalore and i'm like oh god damn i'm back in hello trust Dr. us for episode two yeah. is so much well fun. i thought yeah i guess way the plot line where he needs eyes i6 ikea 77 to come back <laughs> Ikea seventy-seven, and, and you know but i guess they're just like no we don't need it we'll be fine you know be really great is if they were writing it and they're like we need ig 77 uh and then all the controversy came out about taika ytd and then uh love and thunder love and thunder bombed like in the middle of writing it and they're like, like he's, oh, not hot, actually, he's not hot he's not hot, we're he's just not yeah hot we're just gonna keep i'm, I'm good i'm well i won't say that i think it's like his non-marvel movies like his movie called like jojo rabbit I think, was good. I think people really liked so i think like his non-marvel stuff and i think he's basically just come out and said that he's not like a big marvel comic book guy he just sort of did it so he could have uh you know carte blanche to make his next movie that's basically what good. christopher nolan did, i love you know? i thought it was great you know hey that thor franchise was dead and he brought his yeah. thor ragnarok and okay he killed it again well i mean it wasn't worse than anything else in mcu phase four right like there's a there's a strong possibility. Endgame was so fucking good. Like, there's a strong possibility that the executives at, at Disney, right, at uh, Marvel Disney, knew that they needed to pump out a just shitty ass phase to just go ahead and reset all expectations for for Phase Five. Right. Yeah. That means even taking an L on your Ant-Man. big ones like Thor and like, dude, like, dude, Multiverse of Madness was very, it was barely a multiverse, right? If anything, it just drove the fans into madness because of, of its, like, what if had more creative content uh, in its pinky than the Multiverse of Madness did? So, like, what happened there? Like, it, it either is intentional or just the, the biggest gross incompetence I've seen since. Oh shit! Disney Star Wars trilogy sequel. Oh, oh, I might be wrong here. Well, we've all seen Ant Man, right? So that wasn't a great start yeah. to Phase Five. I mean, I liked it for the most part. I enjoyed it. Uh, Way better than Ant Man and the Wasp. Tweet at us at Zizilla Podcast. Let us know what you think about Quant Man and Quant Man Animania. I like that name actually a little bit better. Quant Man Animania. Let us know what you think about that. I guess he's the uh, new uh, hey, quantitative hey, methods teacher at dude, uh, how pissed off would Marvel you University. Be if you were Ant-Man, right? If it was Ant-Man the Wasp, right? You live in the MCU. You are Paul Rudd, a.k.a. Ant-Man. Uh, and this this bitch over here can fly and you can't. And it's like... Well, he has, ants, he, can, he, can, he has ants he can ride. But like, it's just like technology. Just add wings to my damn suit so I can fly as well. Well, if they ever made... Hank Pym, then Yellow Jacket. The, Yellow Jacket can fly. Yeah, but well, they I made mean, Yellow Jacket the bad guy because they make some, some stupid because some stupid logic. Right. Uh, but, but I see what Rob that's exactly what you're saying, right? Like then he wouldn't be Ant Man, and it's well, why like, can't he right, be well, the flying Ant Man? Exactly. <laughs> we have flying ants. I'm pretty sure. Oh my uh, gosh, he, what he not? He rides them all the time. He just yeah. turns. In, oh yeah, he does. Uh, Anthony. Uh, what if he just turned into Cockroach Man, a Palmetto Bug yeah, Man? Oh, gross. That'd be the, the, the dude. Ant Man versus Palmetto Bug Man. That's a movie I would see. Wait, Palmetto Bug Man? Okay. Hmm. Never heard Palmetto of that bugs one. are fucking like scary, and not like you know. I'm a grown ass man. I'm not scared of bugs. But if you see a Palmetto Bug, if you see a five inch cockroach flying at you in the middle of the night oh, while you're trying yeah. to go pee, like this, that that'll that'll. Oh, that'll let out a little yelp. 
Yeah. Are, are there palmetto bugs in Florida or just no, no, state? just 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 thinking about uh, our time in South Carolina. Okay. So uh, yeah, we're talking about Mandalorian. So the first episode, there was the weird pirates, the space pirates. Oh, dude, how good was that costuming though? Like, they well, I'm pretty sure they just really ripped well. it right from Pirates. They just went to the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, studio, <laughs> or the, yeah, the lot. The lot just took, took the clothes from that lot and just moved over to the Mandalorian because it's all owned by Disney. Yeah, I mean, so, those pirates are very unique. They had the what, Davy Jones, those pirates that live. He looked under like Davy Jones. Yeah, the guy, yeah. the main guy, looked like Davy Jones, except without the tentacles. Yeah, it's, so it's like, like Davy Jones met got a haircut. Wars. You got, a, you got, a, you got a trim and a haircut. Yes, yeah, so I'm no, totally t- fine no with tentacles. that. No tentacles. Yeah, I'm tentacles. Good with that. I thought they looked great. Um, the, but before we get to the pirates, which I thought, I'm glad, fucking finally, pirates are in live action Star Wars. What did you think about the opening scene? I just thought oh. those Mandalorians were embarrassing looking and like at first i thought it was a flashback right like i thought like that little kid was mando getting indoctrinated uh into the brotherhood but it turns out not the case because he comes in and saves the day but like those mandalorians they don't look like they're up to snuff they look like they're about to get fucking wrecked that kid was definitely some producer's son it seemed like he was it was definitely some acting credits yeah, I think the producer's trying just trying to get his son to do maybe I don't know, maybe maybe producer's stepson. He's no, no, to, like, no. Oh no, you're missing Oh, for no, Force, you're a writer. You understand what's happening here. They showed the beginning with that son. That wasn't that might have been a producer's son, right? But they yeah. ca- they write that scene to cast the producer's son. They showed that. So in episode two, when you see Pedro Pascal, aka the Mandalorian, when he uh, renews his vows in the waters of the minds of yeah, the Yeah, and he says the same It's the thing. same vow as the kid says in the beginning. So you see, like, it's the same. He's just, like, renewing his faith. It's like being rebaptized, basically. Well, when... So uh, showed it. Well, when Bo-Katan saved him, were y'all like, oh, did Bo-Katan re-earn the Darksaber from Jin Jardin? She saved him? And then, but I don't... I, y'all might have felt that. I was just like, I really don't care because the Darksaber is used against Mandalorian armor anyway. I was just like, it's what in those waters is what got me. Like smog. Yeah. It's like another, what's in, another what's random. In waters, it's the same monster from uh, episode one. Can get revenge. A mythosaur. I thought it was. This, I thought it was the turtle gator. That's right. If you guys remember Maybe. from season one, when the Mandalorian was trying to ride that weird beast with that what's his name guy that talked. Yeah, you said guy. your your ancestors used to ride the mythosaur. Used to ride the mythosaur, dude. You can ride that, one of these. That mythosaur is like a thousand. It's freaking huge. Big. Yeah, well, dude. <laughs> y'all, do y'all know Boba Fett's very first appearance in any media? Do y'all know what it is? Yeah, it's the uh, animated. It's the holiday, holiday special holiday between special. Empire Strikes Back: Return of the Jedi, and in that cartoon, he's riding a giant uh, mythosaur. mythosaur. I think. Yeah. So that was like. Yeah, yeah and the one they got in here. I guess it is bigger though. Yeah, Much it's bigger. Like, that dude, it's, like it's a legend sword. The way they, they the way they showed it was pretty cool. And, so good. And like so there's good. there's something going on with it because the mythosaur didn't hurt them. Just just dragged him in the water so he could. Oh die. yeah, and what is gonna be his proof that he bathed in the waters? That he's, gonna back he's just gonna have to like he preserve the dew on his the dew beads on his. Home, I uh, especially on Bobby. Robbie's on get, get her get, get her to believe just that, get a thermos they actually saw the mythosaur like claiming something like that probably maybe the arm armor would go along with it. 
I mean, I'm sure they have like water testing kits. The armor, the armor has like a water testing kit because oh, he's yeah? so anal retentive. You think this? this you think he this seems, culture, this has, civilization? You know, she's gonna, she's gonna put a few drops in it to make sure the color turns yellow. Then okay, actually, like real. No. that actually it's, sounds very Star Warsy. Okay, I'm back on board with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so what do you think about Bo-Katan? I think what, this that is she good. has some kind of fluid to some yeah god doesn't it sound like fucking batman like adam west shark repellent there's gotta like, be something special i have a, a mythosaur, way yes mythosaur repellent no just no just some way to uh no or there's just be, something in that water mythosaur. that that she would recognize so yeah oh he could myth- just tell her he could just be like no i i saw the mythosaur and then she's like oh then you and like, brings uh, the what's waters. her name with them as like a witness to it all yeah she's hey what happened her. what happened to mando he was walking down the stairs, and then he just disappeared and fell. Well, under. I thought he got a, dragged under, from, but did he just like miss a step? I thought he. he the steps I just wondered stopped? that too because, yeah, does his is his armor just sink in water? Does he? Was, just he walking. was like knocked out though when he got to the yeah bottom. right, and it's just like what? Well, they I think they're trying to say that the mythosaur pulled him under but didn't hurt him. Is what and yeah, and then the mythosaur just like say. watched afterwards. But they, I mean, as, dude, they were the size. They were the size of the, the people of that mythosaur. When Not she like when she dove in and they had that camera view of her diving in, you could see the stairs, and then the stairs just cut off into that. That's what I was wondering. Cutter. I was wondering if he was just like taking a step, like la di da da da, and then he just like he took, took a step and he just fell. fell. Yeah, dude. You know, maybe like, he fell back and hit his head on the stairs, or they could just say the mythosaur <laughs> did it. He pulled me under. Uh, you know what I really <laughs> wanted, what, dude. So they get to the 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 water and also just thank you thank god we didn't spend eight episodes getting to this point like i'm so glad this wasn't season three getting to the minds of the man of mandalore right i'm so yeah. glad they knocked this out early but i really when he started he started stripping off his clothes he took off his jetpack and like, i looked over my wife and i was like guy i hope he just like strips down naked to his helmet he's like just takes everything <laughs> off <of> his helmet <laughs> Just a naked thing. His little, hel- his little helmet go. for his uh, his wiener too. <laughs> yes, like never knew. Like never knew. <laughs> <laughs> Got a cover both heads. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, I mean, how does he shower? He's got to smell awful. I guess he can take his armor off whenever he wants. Just can't move his helmet. I mean, well, like, he got to move his helmet to shave. What about he... eating certain things, or does he have to have certain foods that you take in like shake form? Just, it's all liquid. It's a very liquid, intense diet, as like we bang. saw in episode two. I guess all you can do is slightly lift it so you can get a cup under there. Yeah, or as just he did in one scene. I'll just eat in the corner over here. Don't look. Close your eyes. I'm eating. Well, apparently they, they not even for that they could take the helmet. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, they were pretty good episodes. So I'm back overall. on board. I'm ready to do this. Let's go. Mandalorian season two. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for it. Major and Robbie are back on board. Let's go, John Favreau. Uh, what about the last Watch episode three. Like, just, this was, <laughs> just break this was a heart. tease. And they, yeah. go to a, they go to a different plot for one that whole episode. And then they... Then episode four is back oh, to the waters. Robbie, that's a good point. What are the chances could, we see Boba Fett? They, it's not the first time they've done that. Oh, oh, actually, no. Forget, forget my dumbass question about Boba Fett. We might see him, we might not. Uh, we saw space whales, guys. Yeah, yeah. We saw time traveling, 
outer rim space whales and real action space whales right so that's like definitely thrawn right like we're gonna see ezra and middle this is star wars rebels connection if you guys aren't familiar with what i'm talking about here it's a great show made for 10 year olds definitely check it out um so i guess we move on the last of us Uh, yeah let's move on to the last of meh I, well, we talk, we got to talk about the uh, Cannibal episode first, which was excellent. Yeah. Yes. Well. Oh, episode eight, so good, man. Religious figures they, are so creepy. I love it. How they, I like how they slowly uh, revealed more and more yeah. about them. Uh huh. Yeah. That was they, they, they made him out to be here. just like this nice preacher right right at the beginning, and then they show a little bit more and a little bit more, and then. Damn, just full on David. Yeah, David was his day. And I was like, oh, dude, when he got weird and creepy, we're definitely skipping ahead. We'll we'll, we'll go back and we'll play this through, but we're we're hitting the highlights here. Dude, when he was like getting super creepy, I was like, oh my God, does he want a child bride? Like, he's he's like, oh, apocalypse. All cold babies do. He got, yeah, let me turn to a call. Let me get this child bride going. And then, like, you know, yeah, it made me remember why I made me remember why I blocked him from memory from <laughs> seeing that part of the game. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> dude. What a creeper. Although I really wanted, like, I thought it would be just desserts to watch him get infected and then infect his entire town. It was also pretty cool to see him just, you know, die in the fire. Whatever. I'm not right. So good. Um, so... What do you guys think? Let's, uh, let's talk about the cannibal episode and then we'll get into the finale uh it was great i thought uh ellie was i mean they i think they did the whole you know joel's gonna save her but then they did like well no you can save herself because uh you know she's uh pretty awesome in her own right so uh but yeah i think um the guy who played the preacher apparently he's getting typecast as like a creepy bad guy because he's a creepy bad guy in true detective he's a creepy bad guy in the el camino movie and now he's a creepy bad guy in this. So it's like they keep uh, casting this poor guy as like, um, a creepy bad guy. You say poor guy. Well, you he's going to be in. He's got a resume for being the creepy bad guy. Yeah, so it's true. Like, it's, how many gets actors, How many actors do you have to fucking watch be weird and creepy? <clears throat> Kevin Spacey. Before it turns out that they're weird and creepy in real life. Uh, I don't know. Three. I'm just saying like... I, like we've seen what Kevin Spacey, Heath Ledger, like there's a whole spectrum from like a bad guy to a good guy, right? Like when you act that hard, that terribly for so long, like it becomes like a part of like you, or at least it becomes a part of your IMDb page. Yeah. Well, I thought, seems... I thought the performance was excellent. I thought he yeah, just he was just great. Nailed oh, it. and let's not forget the who played James. Who played James? Uh, Troy Baker, the voice of Joel. The voice of Joel? Mm-hmm. From the video game? Yes, the very same. Wow. That would be so cool if, like, in the next episode, we got to meet the voice of Ellie. That would just really hit that's, home for all the video That's probably games. what happened, isn't it? That's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah spoiler alert. Well, uh, yeah. You know, I think they brought Marlene back in the last episode, right? And they, they had did. the same voice actress. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, but, I uh, actually really liked how they tied uh, the plot together in episode nine. But I'll let you talk more about episode eight. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, there was uh, the guy who voiced, voiced Joel in the video game was James. And, uh, you know, 
this was the cannibal episode and that was towards the end of the first game and you know uh it was pretty great you know joel was you know joel finally got back on his feet thank um, goodness oh so he did was you very guys... very brutal yeah so did you guys know beforehand it was the cannibal episode I did not. When you went I, into well, it. I think I think nope. when he said when the girl said why when are we going to bury them? That's when I knew, because he gave he gave oh, James how about like when, an evil look. How about um, when that guy came out with that meat and she was like, "What is it?" and he just paused and he was like, "It's venison." Well, I think I knew there was going to be cannibals. At uh, some point in the show, see, so. okay, so a little background for me. Uh, my my maternal family, the maternal side, my mother's side, comes from New Hampshire. We're like, and people in the South don't know this. At least I didn't, right? It, it, I, my mind was blown when I found this out. But like, the ground is literally too hard from the cold in the winter time. So they literally, like, if you die in like November, December in New Hampshire, like, they can't bury you until like the springtime. So like, that wasn't a red flag for me. And we had seen that they had like, you know, gotten the deer from Ellie. And then in the next scene, he's serving venison. So that didn't strike a chord to me. I'm going to no, point that out. Back in time. Because remember, they, they got back with the deer after they were already eating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had the, editing. They had the meat, and you think like that, that that was from the deer that they just got. Yeah. And then and they then, come yeah, through I, the front door with the deer. Oh, see, that's what happened. Yeah, I'm skipping ahead. It's amazing how like none of the other survivors came out to like attack or confront yeah, Joel and Ellie when they, they left. They were the building was burning down. Like their one kitchen. Everywhere, yeah, everybody evacuated. They just, like, they just thought everybody got out. They didn't know. I just think this in. is the beginning of the bad writing. If I might be an asshole here for a second. Well, I think they just wanted to wrap up the episode. They just didn't want to like, uh, deal with that plot. You could right? definitely tell they brought that attitude into the next episode. But they could have easily like had like all the women and children were like, what's going on? And then yeah. Joe's like, get back! And then they just go like, to the woods. Yeah, or Joe kills him. I don't care. That have been a little too dark. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty dark. Episode. It was pretty dark. It was pretty dark when he uh, killed um, the guy in the chair. But I mean, I knew he was going to kill him anyway. He had no choice. But uh, yeah, it was a very dark episode. So, um, but yeah, what else happened? I thought, I thought, I thought the great, like you see Ellie's expression and you know, you, you know, she sees a body part. I'm just like, what oh, body man. part is it? Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> oh gosh. And it's just like an ear on the floor. Is it? We just circumcised oh, yeah. him. Yeah. We're like, <laughs> Oh no. We were just reenacting, um, the, the crucifixion. Got a little intense. We're very we're method actors. Oh yeah. I mean, let's get into the let's get into this last episode. Uh, since right, I, I'll, I'll, I'll step away then. If if you would like to, absolutely. Um, Rob, what did you think? Let's go. And while you are talking, you can finish your nap if you want to. I I already took a nap for two hours, so I think I probably need to watch the episode. Rob, what did you think? Did you like the episode, Rob? Oh, like, yeah. Episode? I uh, yeah, it was a. I mean, they had they actually did. That was pretty much how the game ended as well. And there, it's been a big discussion as for years of, of did Joel make the right decision? 
What do you mean? Oh, by so nothing. There was no major right change. Decision? Like, oh, and like lying I thought they, I thought to they, I thought Ellie. Yeah, to or, lying to Ellie and or saving uh, or if both or if uh if he should let him do the surgery, but was it a guarantee it would have been a cure? Oh, uh, a fun. Yeah, right. There's no guarantee. Like, like as a yeah, they like a no way. Sort of fucking hell. If it was a stranger. I'd still be very, very skeptical. Like if he finally like, had, if yeah, it was he 100%. finally had something to live for, basically. Yeah, uh, he, he, got, he got a new daughter. He All explains. Right, so like, he explains that scar. Who shot him? <laughs> yeah. So let's get into. I, it. I so don't remember. I, oh yeah. The, yeah, we can we go. get the draft. We get the draft scene. Right. I didn't get to play that in the game. I haven't played the game, but I've heard about this draft scene so much, and it was it was very beautiful. It was very touching. It was really cool. Uh, really... Was that pretty much how much how it was in the game, Rob? Are you talking about at the beginning as they're talking to each other? And... And yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You get a ladder, which apparently is is very game game heavy. You're always oh yeah. The uh, they had the giraffe. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and they then, actually yeah. had the the ladder part in the game too. So Ali, I think it was just getting... in a different location. Ellie's getting a ladder for Joel, and then just drops the ladder and starts running off. He's like, you got to see this. Doesn't say what it is at first. Doesn't say what it is. And I was like, this is dumb. Like, why is she running? Like, if it's such an amazing view. Yeah, and you can tell she's just excited. It's not Yeah, just being a kid (laughs) or whatever. Just like the. the... You got to see this. Not like, oh, my God. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, not, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Like, not that we're living in a post-apocalyptic world and you've been, like, looking after me and we've been, you know, attacked by raiders every day for, like, the last six months or whatever. But I'm just going to scream, oh, my God, drop the ladder and run away. Like, no worries, Dad. Dad Jr. Uh, but we see the draft. That was really cool. And then there's a bunch of drafts. Uh, and then they're just, dude, uh, what happens? Yeah, it's just, yeah, you just, just see how walking. nature takes over a city over 20 years. Which I really enjoyed that, like the the CGI, the cool. graphics, like it was all beautiful. It's very very well done. And then you know, it was uh, lots of fake vines, I'm sure. Lots of fake vines, and then you get to the real vines <laughs> when they they get and they're cutting through the city, but they're cutting through like the city on like on the street, and it's like guys, you've been so sneaky for so long. Why are you just like, oh, you know what I'm in the mood for puns? And dude, so yeah, I haven't played the game. Was, uh, I know what's gonna facility. happen, but like, dude, like. Just, I've seen enough TV shows. I've seen enough movies. Like when the two characters, like when like the the main Macho Man like protagonist breaks down and and shows some vulnerability to like the secondary character, right? Like you know, I'm the mood for some shitty puns. I was like, that's when something goes wrong. And dude, he's just like walking. Like and things are getting too puns. happy right now. Yeah, dude. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. I was like, dude, is Joel's face about to get blown off? Dude, I thought he was about to get JFK so hard. And then they uh, they just hit him with like the flashbang grenade, which one, what the fuck? That has never happened to anyone ever before in this TV show, right? We never had a non-lethal interaction between two random stranger parties, right? Like you either shoot them or you stop and you interrogate them, right? Like Tommy's gang, right? Like circled them up, like had them at gunpoint, but they interrogated them, they sniffed them out and they talked, right? And then other times they just like get attacked. There's no non-lethal approach to this right like that's a very uh inconsistent writing i'm nitpicking but 
I'm gonna be honest. I didn't think this was a great episode. I was kind of like pissed off, to be honest. Like this is such a good television show, and like th- they had such an awesome opportunity here, like a really cool moment when Joel goes ham in the hospital. And he decides, oh, like, dude, it's yeah. basically like the entire series has been ninety percent cut scenes, and this is when you get to player gameplay right here, <laughs> right? And you get to yeah, and you get to like, shoot him, and it. Dude, it should have been so fucking cool. It should have been 10 minutes of Pedro Pascal playing Joel, playing John Wick, right? Yeah, that's but exactly felt, what I was just thinking. John, it felt rushed. John Wick mode. Dude, yeah, dude. It, like, so this was such a great scene on paper and in theory, right? But I was watching this and I felt like it was like directed and cut and edited so fucking poorly. It felt like something like, you know, I would do. Like, if I, like, as yeah, an amateur, I kind of liked how they. They went into slow-mo at like every bullet that he's having to fire into these people. Sometimes I just didn't know. I just like, like dude, Zack Snyder couldn't have been better. I don't know. I just didn't like the editing. Like I got John Wick pace. Like Joe, like John Wick goes through a building and kills 20 fucking people. And it's so awesome. And like you watch Pedro Pascal do it as Joel. And it was just lackluster. It was just kind of lame in my opinion. Like a, a compared to like the rest of the season. I just wasn't very happy with like the the action scene in my opinion. Yeah, I was actually flipping through a video game versus show comparison video. And like the whole, pretty similar. When they get to the hospital is pretty similar, but how they meet is a little different. Like uh they go through this underwater area, but then Ellie apparently can't swim and it's uh he's got to go in and save her and he's doing chest compressions on her when they get out the other side and they the guards come up on him while he's doing that and then it it cuts to like him in the the hospital then it's interesting similar from there so another complaint with bad riding marine marlene whatever shouldn't have put the risk of like, why is Pedro Pascal still alive? Like, I would have, like, you should, like, you're, you, kill, kill, kill Joel. Because you're about to kill Ellie, right? And you know Joel's, like, this protector, right? And this badass. Like, she says, she's like, I had five of my best men, like, protect me uh, from, you know, wherever they came from all the way to here. And I lost them all. Like, how did you and Ellie survive, right? Like, this is a badass motherfucker. Like, just, you know, kill him dead. And then Joel just fucking kills everyone. Doesn't get like doesn't doesn't take a single bullet wound. He just just John Wick's his way through it all. <laughs> yeah, he t- he tears through everybody. Yeah, right. Crazy. And you know, there's there's some times where you know the people like you know when the bad guys like gives up and puts their gun down, and then Joel just kills him anyway. And it's like yeah, that's probably for the best. Like you're trying to save your your surrogate daughter. You can't have this guy like, oh, is this guy going to like fucking, as soon as I turn around the corner, is this guy going to pick up the gun again and shoot him? Like, I get that. I just think like the the, the shots could have been cooler, the guns could have been cooler, like the deaths could have been cooler. Like the whole, uh, it just, it's just, it's a shame because like the rest of the season was so. Well, ne- they weren't really going for cool. They were kind of going for kind of, you don't, you don't, they don't want you to feel good about what he's doing. Yeah, I guess. Like a, like yeah. a John Wick kind of like, yeah, I'm here to save my dog. But like, why not, dude? Like, John Wick fucking killed like 
89 people to save his dog. Oh my god, that dude who surrendered and he and shot put him the gun. anyway. Yeah, he shot. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. He shot him anyway. I, I don't remember if that was in the game. I don't think they. Uh, I mean, nothing beats it. nothing beats modern <laughs> warfare when you have to go through that uh, airport terminal shooting all those innocent people. Operating rooms and the, how they met in the garage. Oh, do you want me to give you? It's like a spoiler slash teaser of the beginning of season two because it, yeah. that's when part two starts. Uh, yes, but. Does this have anything to do with the question that we referred to earlier when oh. when Ellie asked Joel if it's uh, if he's telling the truth? Oh yeah, swear to him. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that, and then you can you can dive a little bit into it. Okay. Right. So so Joel saves Ellie, and Ellie wakes up in the back of the truck, and they get away. Right. Uh, let's not mention that this has been twenty years since the apocalypse, since the outbreak day or whatever. So you know, in reality gasoline would go bad none of these cars would work but whatever it's a television show i'll suspend disbelief um so she's like you know she wakes up in the back of the truck she's like oh like what happened and, and pedro just completely joel just completely lies to her he's like oh they had like a bunch of other people who were just like you turns out you're not special they tried it on them turns out that's not very like it didn't it never worked so we just got out of there oh we got attacked by raiders so we just got out of there Right, just like a terrible lie, just not to, not a good lie. He wasn't thinking about it. it just like well, you can see from her facial expressions that yeah, she she's not believe him. She's not believing it, and then she's like, later on, she's like, "Swear to me, what you said earlier was true." And then he just gives like the most unconvincing, "I promise," just like ever. Kind of long pause. Yeah, he's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm telling you the truth," and she's like, "Okay." So what do you think? Is she, is she, does she believe Joel? Does she believe Joel because she has to believe Joel? Or does I she think not she, believe Joel? What do you think? I think she has a feeling that he's lying, but she wants to believe so bad. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. She wants to not be dead. Yeah, well, like, like this is like the person who you've come to like trust and rely on. Right? Basically, like, he's, he's been struggling with the loss of his daughter for 20 years. And then it's like, it's kind of like it. He's got a new daughter to protect in a way, and basically, and it's about right? to be taken from him, and it's kind of giving him a reason to live again. Well, it's sort and of like at the ending that, of. Um, I Washington, can kind of see like, both sides, but it has been a big debate online about. Yeah, well, it's sort of like the ending of Watchmen. The like end the of the game. Did the, Rorschach did the right thing by you know or not? Yeah, because giving the journal to uh, releasing the journal. Yeah, yeah. releasing the journal. He's, so he's killing. He's killing all these people and maybe even stopping a cure for what's happening for her. So have you heard about the the survey they did um, for The Last of Us Part 1? They served after The Last of of Us Part 1 came out. um, They did a big survey among people who played the game about what they would do. Would they have saved uh, Ellie or would they have sacrificed Ellie? And the poll was about 50-50 50-50 split until you got to parents. And if you right. surveyed parents, there is a 100% oh. save Ellie uh, success. Yeah, it, it, I could definitely rate. see that. Yeah, 100%. Like, dude, fuck the rest of the world. Because as a parent, like, your world is over. Like, you under- parent, you like, understand that love for your child. Uh-huh. 
and he's just like, fuck it. Like, whatever. Now let's talk about how Ellie got um, immune. This seems uh, incredibly uh, replicable. Like, you could could replicate this. This wasn't some act of God. This was using an infected knife. No one knows it. Yeah, except Marlene, and she's dead now. And Marlene could have pasted that. Marlene should have like pasted, like should have pieced it together over the last like twelve or fifteen years. She was a she was afraid that they were gonna kill her baby right there. Yeah, she so lied. she lied. But like you know, like like but like that doesn't make any sense, right? Like, wait, you had the baby after the zombie attacked you? Like, get the get the fuck out of here. I do like. I think it's really funny. I don't know if it's funny. No, the the umbilical cord was still attached. Uh, oh yeah, she she yeah. got bit and then she cut the umbilical cord. And then she cut, yeah. So that's how they had like a little bit of infection, like go through the umbilical cord. Uh, no, I think that's great. Um, I really really liked it. And you can you can replicate that. I can't can't be the only time that will ever happen. Nah, fuck, save Ellie. Let's do it. Uh, let me ask you this, Robbie. Am I gonna get my heart broken in in season two? I love Joel. Am I going to get oh, broken? I'll, I'll say it starts as a happy start, but they they cut you off real quick. Yeah, I feel, like, <laughs> I, feel like Ellie, I feel like Ellie's going like, to catch Joel in his lie. Like, this is such a big lie, and to, like, leave it at the very end of the season, and to make him such a bad fucking liar, right? Like, I don't know. I, like... I remember Joel... he, asked, he asked her uh, if, he wants to, if she wants to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like the beginning of part two. Oh, we'll open up on some heartstrings. Um, so what would you have done, Rob? Would you have sacrificed Ellie to try to, to possibly save the world? In uh, his position, have... I can. Yeah. I if can you were see Joel. Where he's... Yeah. If I was Joel, I would. I see where he's coming from. Yeah. Dude. If I was Joel, I'm going straight John. Wood. Especially if it's not even a guaranteed cure. Yeah, but but the big struggle though is he knows that she would she would do the right thing. So how good was that, bro? When Marlene's like, "What would she, uh, you know?" That's what she. Yeah, would what do. would what would she do? And what would Ellie dang. do? And then Joel, dude, the <laughs> acting, the acting, dude, on Joel's face, oh, he's just dude, like, dude, uh, hits him he's, and he realizes. Yeah, it. he's in the middle of a sentence telling Ellie, and then bang, and it it like cuts off his his sentence there. And, with the the flashbang? No, no, with the uh, gunshot. Do you remember that in the car when he's talking to Ellie? I was thinking that that's what you were talking about. Oh no! Uh, oh oh! When they go back, yeah. When it flashes back to him killing Marlene at the end. Yeah, yeah. I would have killed Marlene. That that seems like dude, you can't kill thirty people to save your surrogate daughter, yeah, and then he would leave he one knows, person. You would just come after us, pal. Yeah, like that man grew up on Disney movies. That man has watched enough Disney movies to know exactly <laughs> what, what happens. <laughs> oh, man. Rob, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I can't wait for season two. Forrest, I highly recommend you watching it. Listeners at home, what's up? What would you guys think about The Last of Us? Overall, fantastic season. Like, just premium television in a it was a bright spot a bright spot in, in in the darkness that is uh disney right now 
Hey, do you want to go into spoiler uh, section? Well, it's not a big spoiler. It's just like ooh, minor spoilers. Let's do minor spoilers. Yeah, it's a minor spoiler, and it's for the beginning of the series. I'm sure it's going to be the first episode. Guitar away, and that's going to be like in a year. Well, well, there is that. Well, there is that guitar. But do you remember when he shot that doctor, and they had that close up of that doctor for his for a few seconds there? Oh yeah, that doctor is important. No remorse, dude. That doctor was just you know, like, he was like, step oh, away. He was like, no, bam, dead. Didn't oh, even think did, about it first. Oh, second. he just, yeah, he just said, unhook her. And he was like, yeah, I won't no. let you, pal. Yeah. And then he just repeats it, unhook her. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, oh, you wait. You can tell actually, he is not playing. He's not taking yeah. any, like, discussion. Yeah, I just feel bad if I was that doctor. Like, if, if I was that doctor, I'm like, oh, wait, no, we couldn't negotiate it. I would eventually come around. Like, <laughs> if I knew, I, I would have been shot immediately. <laughs> yeah, like, you couldn't have shot me in the leg at first. Like, no, it's just was straight for the head. No, that's so, so that, that might come back into play, is what you're saying. Yeah, so he has a daughter. I guess I, I could just leave it at that. Uh oh. Yeah, after we talk about Marlene and Revenge, we know exactly. Uh, yeah, that's all you have to say. And his daughter is Ellie. Bum, bum, yeah, bum. He's not going to be happy with Joel. So, what do you think, Forrest? Does this make you want to watch the last? Uh, episode? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think I already knew how it ended, and it's um, it's a happy ending. Yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, sure. we'll, well, for uh, Joel, I'll give it. I'll give it. A, <laughs> yeah. Enjoy Joel. So, um, yeah, I think this. We've had some great TV this week. I'm trying to think. What else is coming out besides Mandalorian? I think isn't there supposed to be like another, another good Bad Batch? That's still going. To, oh, I was about to say, is there anything mm. to still have the Disney going? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Mandalorian probably gonna not be, Bad Batch is going to be. I think Mandalorian's going to be keeping Disney going for the next six weeks. So I think we'll just pull up another. Oh yeah, that alone. Yeah. But I don't know I when Secret. Really I think talking Secret about in, HBO. I'm trying to see when Secret like, Invasions. Coming what else out. is on HBO? Um, have you seen White Lotus? Uh-uh. So, it, it's a, sh- like, I read the description, and it's, like, uh, a show about a hotel. And I was like, fucking lame. I don't care about a hotel. But the acting's really, really good. It won a bunch of, like, Academy Awards or whatever. I would maybe check out White Lotus before you uh, cancel your HBO subscription for the, the quarter. Okay. Oh, um, South Park. Check it out. Oh yeah, uh, the chat the chat GPT episode. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, just a quick anecdote. Here, so oh. I watched that. I watched that episode, right? And so obviously, just just giving a, a breakdown, right? Um, Stan, the boys uh, are using chat GPT one to cheat on essays uh, in school. Uh, their teacher Garrison is also using chat GPT to grade the essays in school. Fantastic. Uh, but a couple of the boys are using ChatGPT to um, to to respond to their wives or whatever, or their their girlfriends because they're in third grade, not wives. Yeah, just right. copy paste. So I was super out. curious. So I it's like uh, so I pulled up ChatGPT and I was like ChatGPT, uh, write my pregnant wife. I was like write my pregnant wife uh, an emotional text message telling her like how much I love her and stuff like this. And I wrote like this really nice like text message. I'm just copy and paste and I send it to her. <laughs> and then she like sent me back and she was like, "Oh my god, major, are you trying to make me cry at work?" And like so I I dude, my oh. first thought 
was did, did you tell her right away or no i haven't to- i haven't told wow. her i'm never gonna tell her uh oh! so- <laughs> Basically, so two, um, what the episode is about. I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. She doesn't listen to the podcast at all. Uh, so <laughs> one, one, I felt instant regret, like like because I was like I felt like this was like emotional like manipulation almost, right? Like yep. she I almost brought this woman, this pregnant woman, to tears. However, in this text message that ChatGPT sent her, like I'm a very romantic guy. I write my my wife like love poems, you know, not often, but like you know, once a year when I fuck up, like I'll, I'll write, you know, I'm a, I'm a romantic I'm a romantic guy. I let her know how 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 beautiful she is and and how well she's loved, right? So like literally nothing ChatGPT said that I sent her that I haven't already said myself. It just saved me like five minutes of typing. So like, I know I'm an exception because I'm a, like a romantic guy and a lot and of you guys, like you know, read it and um, stuff. Emotions are hard. Yo, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not like. Yeah, we're on South Park. They just like getting molested by your uncle or whatever. Um, I will say real fast, ChatGPT though is probably the greatest source of misinformation um, since Fox News. Uh, it just came there. But like, like so, ChatGPT doesn't to be a little biased. Doesn't know what it's saying at all, and uh, it doesn't does it doesn't have a real way to fact check itself. So like I was like a lot of like the information like if you ask ChatGPT about information, it's highly inaccurate. But like if you and like if you ask like ChatGPT to summarize like a sound good, it's highly inaccurate, right? But if you ask ChatGPT to write something for you, like it's it's it does an okay job. Um, Well, uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think think I'm going to use it in the future. Uh, My well, my lesson episode. Chat GPT four is about to come out, and that's gonna change everything. And that's gonna be multimedia, so like that'll be able to do more than just text. It'll be able to create audio, video as well. Um, so, guys, if you are interested in Zeitgeist Zealots, um, quote unquote, having Joe Rogan on the podcast, end quote, uh, please let us know at Zealot Podcast at Twitter. Uh, we might look into uh, like AI thing. doing a little doing a little AI podcast with us. And uh, you got to work on your best Joe Rogan impression, Major. <laughs> no, I, if I was if I could do impressions, I'd be uh, on stage somewhere right now. That's the weakest part of my my comedy game. My impressions are are so bad. Uh, Arnold does impressions of me. That's how bad I am at him. Okay, well, I think uh, that attitude. Then yeah, I think you'll be. Uh, Next, I don't know who's a good impressionist. Uh, Frank you, you think I'll be like all right? Hey, Force, you think I'll be all right, all right, all right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think he said that in the movie, did he? Wow, uh, terrible. Yeah, wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. Get, get to the exit, get to the outro. Wow. So, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. I'm Forrest, uh, Major, I'm Robbie. And we will hopefully be here next week because I think we had like three weeks between episodes, uh, I think. So, uh, yeah, we'll do a better job of trying to get this Guys, weekly. Guys, my wife just... is very pregnant and very clingy. Uh, I would apologize on her behalf, but she's she's. she's and really I also like don't. Watch she's not apologizing. I also don't watch the show when <laughs> the shows when they come out. So I'll do yeah, a better job. This guy's ever least, napping away. But at least Last of Us is over. I have one less show to watch. But I think Secret Invasion's on its way. That or Loki. So uh, there's um, only two Marvel oh, Loki movie. There's only two Marvel shows. Well, there might be like a year. special presentation this year for like Mephisto or Ghost nope. Rider. They didn't, sure. Okay. 
So I they, they could probably, and Mephisto. Well, remember they had like the Halloween special for Werewolf by Night. So uh, and the and the holiday special with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Completely forgot about that because it was so awful. So I uh, still haven't watched it. I'll watch I, it before. Guardians I mean, of the comes out. there's only like two pieces of information in it that are going to carry yeah, over. They to bought Guardians nowhere through. and something else. Uh, Mantis is. Star Lord's sister by some okay, there it is, yeah. convoluted BS and and yes th- those two and I guess the the talking space dog is probably gonna have a a role which she was in the earlier movies I think but they gave Astro him more or about, whatever yeah they got like the girl who played Borat's daughter to voice her very nice and Bor and Borat's playing Mephisto so you know oh, they just like. To- God, if Borat like points over to a maternity and goes, "My wife," like I'll, uh, I'll just lose it. In the I still haven't seen Borat too. I was just like, "Oh, it's so again. fucking funny, Forrest." You have. To I didn't even it. like Borat one, so I didn't no, dude, so Bor- Borat one, Borat one's a lie. All right, and then Bruno is is very gay. Right, I love it's it all, much. but like it's like Robbie, myself, and Elijah are three good-looking men wearing matching t-shirts watching bruno together in the movie theater and then we just hold hands walking out of it but like there's a scene with <laughs> bruno when he's got an exercise bike hooked up to a dildo and that's how they're rocking the baby's the the, the cradle <laughs> so bad <laughs> but Bru- but oh borat 2 is so funny dude it's it's well refined borat it's very well done I don't know. I, I'm just not a big fan of like Forrest, uh, Forrest, a live Forrest. action pranking. She real time pranking. She eats a little miniature person, right on a, a little wedding cupcake. She eats a little miniature person, and then they go to like a pro or an anti-abortion pastor, and and Borat as the father is talking about how he put uh, a little person inside of his daughter, and they're talking about the little person that he ate. But the priest thinks he's talking about getting the daughter pregnant. It's some of the best comedy ever not written of all time. It's so good. I would highly recommend watching it. At least oh, hey, there's a well, uh, new Rockstars episode of The Last of Us. Did Joel do the right thing? It was posted oh, one minute ago. Uh, oh. <laughs> I only have watched it. Uh, well, I, I do want one more piece of news. I think Quentin Tarantino is finally going to start filming his last movie quote-unquote last this year it's called the movie critic yeah and- good fucking riddance and i say that <laughs> with 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 all love for all the feet in the world right but like shut the fuck up like dude what a egotistical piece of shit move to be like i'm only gonna make nine movies in my entire career i hope he well, makes this movie and we have an economic crisis. Well, it, it's and only he's 10 fucking shit. And he has to be like, oh, sorry, Hollywood. Me and my foot fetish are back. We're going to say the N word another 100 times in this next movie. Like, what kind of arrogance in Hollywood does it take to. Well, to he's do- already he's already made Women? 10 movies if you count, you know, Kill Bill as two separate movies, apparently. But it's only 10 movies if because he considers Kill Bill to be one movie, even though. They were released separately. One was called. See, exactly. one was going oh, to. Okay, so I'm already right. Like and this man Death is Proof, limiting himself. He's gonna want to make more movies. And right? Death Proof it's was just be... a segment. And Death Proof was just a segment in a bigger of like a, a two a double feature. But apparently he's counting. He's counting that as a separate movie. And he's also directed like uh, a segment in a movie called Four Rooms. And he also directed a segment or like a, a, a scene in Sin City. So it's only like ten movies by his strange weird logic. Um, 
but I don't know. It's like I think Scorsese has been around like like almost like ten or fifteen years longer than he was, maybe twenty years, and he's made like double non movies as Tarantino. Still, he has like no Spielberg. no. He's made no Spielberg too. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but Spielberg does like more like commercial movies. But I mean, he's Spielberg done some of the has, is Spielberg is the only director to have made a movie in the last, or for, for the first six consecutive decades. Like 60 years, this man's been making movies. Yeah, and he's made like, probably triple the amount of movies that Tarantino has, and Scorsese's made double the amount of movies exactly. that Tarantino so I'm saying, has. Like, like, yeah, like, so Coppola is still Tarantino. making movies. Coppola's new movies is a, is a total shit show, but he's still making them. That's what I'm saying. Ridley Scott's still making movies, right? And they're a coin flip if they're going to be good or trash, right? It's just, I think I think if this movie bombs or it's like critically panned, he'll make another one. But that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I can't I don't wait know why for him, I can't I wait for him to eat his deal. own fucking words. And that's what I'm saying. Like, what kind of arrogant piece of shit? You made like three good movies and you come out and you're like, oh guys, I'm only gonna make ten. So fucking enjoy them while they well, last. Well, I really like uh, douchey ass shit. I I didn't really like Django Unchained that much, but I really did like Hateful Eight and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought they were. I mean, not as good as like Pulp Fiction or like uh, his earlier stuff, but I mean, I thought they were they were solid movies. They're a little bit long. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was like for me like twenty minutes too long, but it was pretty good. So we'll see how this goes. Um, it just I think that the plot or like I guess the uh, premise that they've released so far is very interesting. But I'm sure he's gonna like put his own spin on it. So we'll see if it's if it's really his last movie. But anyway, we'll see. Uh, and hey, let's do another. Uh, let's try this sure again. I'm sure I pissed off a lot of fans. Um, let me know how much I pissed you off with my anti-Tarantino rant. Um, tweet at Gen me Z really and about your tweet pictures at Ziza Podcast. Uh, l- let me know what, what you think. Let me know. Would you rather uh, watch a Wes Anderson movie or a Quentin Tarantino movie? I mean, for me, obviously, it's Tarantino. For, for, for t- well, Wes for Anderson sure. has the symmetry fetish. So, you know. They all they all have their uh, demons. Um, uh, I think I probably sure. I think you probably I think I probably pissed off more people by insulting the holiday special of Guardians of the Galaxy than you did insulting. I, I don't think I don't think anyone watched the holiday special either. If you watch the holiday special and you get pissed off, uh, leave us a five star review. Let's more people probably think. watched it than they did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, or WandaVision. Yeah. All right, let's try the outro again. I'm Forrest. I'm Major. <laughs> I'm Robbie. And I'll try to watch all the shows next next week. Next week, tune in for Forrest to watch the shows. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. Bye.